0: Let's find a show. Welcome to Series Finale, the only podcast where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a television show they've never even seen. I am John Paul.
1: I'm Zach. And I'm Jack.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We're so excited to have you on board as a listener. If you like the show, and we know you do, check out our social media platforms. We're on uh, Facebook, we're on Instagram. We post memes sometimes. And if you really like the show, you can get a bonus episode of the podcast, Series Pilots, every single week at series uh, at patreon.com slash series finale. Fuck, I screwed up the read. God damn it.
1: <laughs> I do want to say, um, you know, by the time this episode comes out, We'll probably be close to entering Meme Week here at Series Finale, which is a really exciting time. Some say it's the best time of the year. Uh, April 12th to April 16th, uh, we do a thing called Meme Week where we uh, just celebrate the podcast through various memes. Uh, A lot of them are the sweating superhero with me deciding on racist accents. Uh, But... (laughs) You know, we're excited for you to join us in Meme Week this year. We're celebrating it. Uh, again, the dates on that are going to be April 12th through April 16. Let's have some fun, right?
0: I I'm, Yeah, let's have some it's fun. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be pretty exciting to see Meme Week become the most celebrated time for the podcast of the year over Ramadan. I think it's a long time <laughs> coming i think it's gonna be when's huge. ramadan start ramadan uh ramadan shifts around it's like uh it's like presidents there whatever it's not always on the same day
1: <laughs> ramadan that sounds tough uh to keep track of okay come on you know now. it's
0: just this it's just to sell calendars it's all a scam to sell calendars this whole <laughs> muhammad thing it's all made up so they can sell a bunch of calendars to the – to the Sexy the
2: shake calendars, a Muslim <laughs> spinoff of sexy firemen's calendars.
0: <laughs> um, Dude,
1: honor killings are still a real problem. I, I can't I, – I listened to a criminal episode, another podcast. I don't endorse it. Don't listen to it. I would never endorse it. No, no, I don't pod.
2: endorse it. But what you just did by bringing up murders after we brought up a holy time for – Islam would be like if we were just talking about Lent and then you just said priest pedophilia is
1: still a no, big no. problem, do, do, to be...
2: which would be true. <laughs> it would also be no. true. You
1: know why I said that? Because you said, um, what are they called? Uh, what, what Shakes. And then I thought imams. And there's <laughs> there's a story about an imam who like pushed in a, an honor killing on this influencer in, like, I think it was Saudi Arabia or somewhere, and it was really fucking sad. And so I thought of imams. and That's why I went to that connection. And I do recognize what you just said is true, and I shouldn't have done that. But it wasn't based on the religion. It was based on the name of the – the from sheikh to imam. That's the connection I made. So I'm sorry about that.
0: <laughs> now, Jack, you said – And I agree. An, you said you listened that, to an episode of a podcast about this called Criminal. Now, was the yeah. podcast about the criminal journalist trying to shame the the, the necessary honor killing? <laughs> <laughs> so this, how they were this, dealt with.
1: <laughs> this episode's taken, gone off the rails almost immediately. Um,
0: this episode of Criminal about the violent murder of Jamal Khashoggi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're talking, this week's episode of Series Finale, we're talking uh, tow trucks. What's
0: the name of the show? South
1: Beach Tow. South Beach Tow,
0: yep. It's a, it's a reality show from the True TV Network. This network used to be court TV. It used to be uh, a haven of law, order, and respectability. Right. They actually...
2: What's interesting about court TV is court TV never had a court hit. Like, Mm. it never could touch Judge Judy. It could never even touch the people's court. It was never a respectable program. Could anyone name one judge who was on Court TV?
1: On Court TV, they just decided to pack it in and start a podcast called Criminal, which has had a lot of success, actually. (laughs) So uh, I've been impressed with that.
0: (laughs) Here's my theory about Court TV. Court TV, like, it was was a bunch of, uh, you know, capital investors, and they saw— the madness in the '90s over the O.J. trial, and they were like, "Oh, this is it. This is it. Trials are the big thing." And then they start up Core TV, figuring that you know it's not going to be long before another mega famous athlete murders their significant other. And then it was just those 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 uh, yeah. variables just never came together in that way ever it- again.
1: Well, not necessarily true. Rod Carruth in the early ni- or the late 90s uh, sent a hitman to kill his pregnant wife. And she oh, did. my God. And the child has cerebral palsy and is still alive today. And Rod is actually out of prison. But, oh unfortunately, it didn't garner the O.J. Simpson stuff because he was like a third-round pick. He had a decent <laughs> season the year before, but it wasn't. No, no.
2: Rod Carew, The baseball player? Rod
1: Carew is an all-time great. No, no. Rod, Rod Carruth. It's a different oh, Rod
2: Caruthen. Okay,
1: it's a different guy. Let me make sure. But <laughs> yeah, Rod Caruth uh, talks about license release from prison. Yep, that's Rod. Um, so
0: he attempted to. He hired a hitman to assassinate his his pregnant wife.
1: Hmm. Did
0: she survive?
1: She did not survive, but the son did. The kid but he did. has Jeez.
0: permanent damage from this.
1: Yes, and Rod has not reached out. I also listened to an episode on like This American Life about that.
0: What a truly, truly evil move. Y-
1: well, yeah, pretty, pretty tough stuff. This, sh- I, I actually think net- a Netflix series on the the transformation of Court TV to True TV is necessary. I mean, it's so strange. You know? Here's what
0: I think. Here's what I think. This guy is a really bad guy. So here's how Core TV gets its revenge. They send the impractical jokers to make a fool out of this guy. Out <laughs> of <Adam's> Rod <laughs> Crew. <Cruz. laughs> He's at the wine store. He's at the wine store, and Q. Q steps on his <laughs> shoe. They they go step on Rod Crew's shoe eight times, or else you have to do a handstand at the park. <laughs>
1: Impractical Jokers uh, fucking around with, like, disregarded celebrities or, or, or dis... Like, what would be a word I could use for, like, Disgraced? Disgraced celebrities is actually a great idea for a show.
2: Basically, you're proposing that the Impractical Jokers do honor killing of canceled celebrities.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to see... I would like to see Sal, Catfish, Crystalia... <laughs> I would like to see Christalea show up for a meeting with an underage girl only to find Sal Volcano there in a dress.
1: Oh, that's What would they whisper into Sal's ear? Okay, Sal. Okay, Sal. Um t- take your take your pocket or take put put his hand in your pocket. <laughs> oh. Damn. That's pretty good. Uh,
0: that guy who uh who tried to have his ex-wife assassinated to me seems like a real scumbag but it's still i think there's probably a lot of people that hate him a lot less than they hate tow truck drivers
1: Ooh, that's a pretty good uh way to wrap it in yeah Uh, this is
0: this has got to be one of the most hated professions in the united states
1: dude it's interesting because this is actually the industry i kind of want to get into
0: oh really
1: the compassionate tow truck driver is totally missing from society. And
2: But you won't make any money. Like there's no <laughs> money in being a compassionate tow truck driver.
1: I think there is a way to make money and not take advantage of people, you know.
2: You could name your your company the bootlickers. And that's when you have to boot a car. <laughs> You have to boot a car, but you also kiss the person. Who's
1: okay, I got the it. We're it. the bootlegger. We're the bootleggers, um, and what we accept is cash, grass, or
0: ass. Oh, that's pretty good too. I like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. But so
0: you're trying to get into the biz, Jack? Did you? I mean, is that because you've had uh, you've had experience with possessing vehicles? As someone
1: who's repossessed, probably like. <sighs> Thirty cars at this point in my short career in the rental world um it's i know i i think that to be honest i see a lot of updates around the world technology wise yet we don't have an updated like towing system it's like it's still the same you walk outside your car has gone now you got to figure it out <laughs> it's yeah it's you know i think that there are there should be more ways like this is kind of my idea. This is let me pull up my million dollar idea, Zach. I got an app idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I think that a tow truck driver should be able to like scan your plate, and then you know send you a text message being like, "Hey, I'm gonna tow your car in the next 15 to 20 minutes if you don't come out here. If you pay me $25, like, then I'm not gonna tow it, and you gotta make take it and leave it, right?" If you yeah. don't pay me the $25, then I'm just going to tow it. Or if you don't come in the 15 minutes, then I'm going to tow it. But that would, you know, might be a privacy I thing.
2: I'm actually going to disagree with you a little bit here, Jack. And I'm going to come out in favor of consequence culture <laughs> and, say that, and say that I actually think more facets of society should try to emulate the tow truck. Because for some reason, parking enforcement is really the only rule you break that you're immediately punished for and you're punished even if you didn't know you broke a rule sometimes and you're punished outside of the legal system yeah. like any citizen can just pay to have your car towed and impounded in like hold a grudge against you i think people would be better behaved if like you know not just parking violations but like morale like moral violations you, you know what i mean like if you went into a job interview and you were lying on your resume when you went back to your house your computer was just stolen it had just been <laughs> impounded by like the the lie police this is and interesting it's like, hey,
1: to me. this is really interesting he, to me because you're someone who's really adamantly against the panaticom you know the <laughs> mm-hmm. the principle of the Penatacom. what is it the
2: the panopticon. The, yeah, the you're panopticon. right. The you hate surveillance. That. You're, complete you, you know, surveillance you're in to the total. Point that you start surveilling right. yourself. You're
1: in total support of all Karens, as you've gone over in previous episodes, because <laughs> you're afraid of the panopticon. But yet here you are, you know, putting your your yourself on the line for tow truck drivers.
2: <laughs> well, because tow truck drivers, for better or for worse, and you could argue for worse do enforce rules we have a society where rules are not uniformly enforced in fact they're often not enforced at all we have all sorts of laws on the books that you just don't have to obey for the most part And m- many people depending on the circumstances, don't have to listen to the rules at all it would be not like i think that texting while driving for example is an extremely egregious thing it's against the law <laughs> It's almost universally practiced. If you are driving right now, some most people listening to this podcast are probably driving on a long distance phone call and like playing words with friends. That's very dangerous and you could kill somebody. You should be punished for that immediately without a trial. I think tow truck drivers provide for society that swift justice that so many of us are frustrated by.
0: Zach, you say you, say you want to see uh, people that lie at job interviews uh, be punished. Is it because of a self-suck question situation? Maybe, that, <laughs> maybe, maybe when someone asks you if you can suck your own dick at a job interview, you want the answer to be truthful.
2: Dude, you guys know that like we are at once again, one of the most influential podcasts in the world with only a hundred listeners, you know, the self-suck thing basically became a TikTok trend. What? Like, uh, two weeks ago. No. Yeah. What? Dude, like you would have a guy and he would ask a crazy question. Like, would you blah, blah, blah. And then an audio would play, sir, we meant questions about the job. Like at the end, when they asked, do you have any questions for us? Dude, it became a trend. What?
1: We are ahead yes. of this game. I can't even believe it, dude. I, wow. wow. And yet here we are, one of the least listened to yet most influential podcasts of all time. You know, Graffatron doesn't – they don't chart that. They don't chart predictions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this is a, a bang-up reality show from True TV. Now, when we talk <laughs> about reality TV, we talk about the spectrum of reality TV from – you know ice road truck uh, let's say from uh from dangerous catch that maybe more realistic to um, yep. duck dynasty to being very staged mm-hmm. this might set a new ball <laughs> this is this is the new this ball this
2: said written dialogue and this is officially recreated by actors <laughs> this
1: this is literally just um, they hired a bunch of uh parkour kids and we're like, we're going to give you a set. You're going to roll around it and get into physical altercations with people. Dude,
2: that one woman, though, that short blonde woman mm. was an unbelievable stunt woman. She was taking <coughs> down thieves. Oh, there's a great scene where she's going to tow someone. And they do what, Jack, you said, like, pay me 25 or I'll tow it, which I do not like at all. These tow truck drivers are cutting off the books deals.
0: This is. Uh, she says, uh, do you know what that's called, Zach? No, what's it called? It's called a drop fee. I'm sure Jack knows it. Yes, drop fee.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, okay, because they have it on there you, and that you to get them to drop you, it off the truck.
1: You're, you've actually probably heard that before. Your mom's heard it at least. A drop it low fee.
0: Oh, <laughs> Dude, that. Damn, I bet that's one. That's one twenty-five here and two fifty at South Beach Toe.
1: <laughs> oh man! But yeah, um,
0: they're they're um. She's gonna tow these two sort of uh these two like looks like they're fourteen year old kids. Yeah. <laughs>
1: let's do. Let's try. Let's each give a different. Uh, there's multiple threads throughout the um. What's it called? The 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 point of the show. The the, the um. What's, it, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Plot? The plot, yeah. There's multiple threads <laughs> throughout the plot. So let's each give a different plot and see if we can try and name them all.
2: All right, so they had the plot of her trying to basically arrest people. She could have gotten a Steven Seagal-style spinoff. <laughs> and then there's the plot of the mother-daughter proprietors of Hood Tacos. And a mother-daughter team owns a taco truck called Hood Taco. And they have to navigate the personal and professional relationships in the conflicts between the two of them.
1: Yeah.
0: Then there's also. That was a, uh, that was Bernice and her mother.
1: Yeah. There's another um, gentleman who once had to tow a truck that was. Uh, they were having an illegal pool party in the back of the truck. And um, he was shooken by. They attacked him. The women dancing in the back of the truck, they attacked him. And he was he, – he suffered from PTSD from that moment and could no longer be around attractive women without going into having trauma, you know, having physical trauma, running around going, oh,
0: no, good-looking ladies. <laughs> yes, Jerome is terrified of fine females.
1: <laughs> fine females freak him out.
0: Um, and there's also um, – Dave Cosgrove works in the office. He looks to be about 400 pounds. He's recently had, he's recently had uh, plastic surgery. He gets attacked by an emu. He falls off a ladder. He breaks both arms and eventually needs a co-worker's assistance to pull his penis out so he can use the restroom. And then there's also, there's
1: two, like, uh, there's one beefcake guy and one sort of ratty dude. And the beefcake had made a mistake. And the ratty dude had convinced him to sell him one percent of his of the South Beach Tow to him, so that he could cover up the guy's mistake. And now he owns fifty one percent, and they're all in trouble, basically. Yeah, and Perez this
0: is, and a sneaky deal.
1: Yeah, and this is with the. This is a twenty minute show.
0: <laughs> I know, and a lot happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's, what's not mince words yet? This show is truly horrendous. <laughs> this is this is
0: so fucking bad. And I know Zach I, is going to give it a 10. I'm going to push back on that a little bit. I, what? Uh, <laughs> there This show is so brazenly fake and sta- staged. I mean, what? when we had this little blonde woman chasing down these <laughs> these people that ripped her off, I was very kind of impressed with the staging and the action of the scene when she, when the little blonde girl when she breaks into the chop shop to rescue the hood taco's food truck <laughs> i mean <laughs> this was a pretty well staged out action scene it was pretty impressive so I actually i was that. i kind of liked it i will
1: give you that the stunts in it were pretty impressive and also when the guy the heavy guy who falls off the ladder i mean that was Him fighting the emu was pretty good, too.
2: (laughs) But the emu came about during one of the worst writing gigs of all time. At at one point, two of the guys, they're just fishing. They're just scanning plates and seeing if they can tow anyone. And they tow a box truck that says Avian, like Joe's Avian. And this guy's like, oh, damn, Avian, There's, there's airplane parts in here. And then the other guy goes, no, it's not avians, not airplane, you idiot. Avians are water. It's like bottled water, avian. And then, obviously, it has to do with birds. And then an emu jumps out of the truck (laughs) and attacks the fattest employee.
1: Dude, this show is definitely body positivity. This show has all the ranges of uh, bodies, so I appreciated that. That's a- I
2: actually want to say not just all the ranges. It has our favorite range, our favorite body type, top beef. Mm-hmm. I want to nominate for next year's awards. Okay. Best male top, best top beef could be won by a woman this year. What? Bernice has
1: Bernice. top beef. <laughs> <laughs> Bernice puts that guy in a chokehold. <laughs> oh, you mean when uh,
0: when her mother they get the they get the truck back for her mother. But then, when her mother's serving up food at Hood Tacos, she's sort of uh, accosted <laughs> by a customer in this clip right here.
2: All right, Ma. Looks like they ain't get a chance to steal nothing. All right, thanks for saving the food truck. I owe you one. Hey, where's my taco? I've been waiting for 10 minutes. I already told you. Good food takes time. You impatient ass Well, I guess I'll be gone then. Here you go. Hell, I was here first. Food. Hey,
0: y'all don't be throwing stuff at my old girl. On your own business, bitch.
2: <laughs> That's right, birdies. Tom, who the boss? Mom, I don't like you out here running this food truck all by yourself. Oh, my God. I don't have a choice. Because I fired your ass. Come on. Man, this ah. supposed to be a mother-daughter business. It's just dangerous ah. out here by yourself. Ah. Maybe we can find some employees so both our hours won't be stacked up. That's reasonable, I guess. Let's go. I'm rehired? You're rehired. Ah. All right, and if I'm working with you, you got to treat me as your equal and not your daughter. Come on. Fine. You better not ever try ah. nothing like that again.
0: Get your ass out here. Come on, Bernie's.
2: Let's get back to work.
0: There you go, bro. One percent. Consider your problem taken care of. Hello? Can I get some damn service over here? This nut job is hiding under the desk.
2: <laughs> Jerome! <laughs> She's she, triggering she me
1: show is Damn. a lot of yelling this show is a lot of yelling it mostly they just talk in yelling it, it, I it's think, high yelling
0: i think if you're like not a, like a i think if you're just like not a trained actor i think yelling is like one of your go-to moves is my guess that they probably yeah they're
1: probably constantly the producers are like okay we need you to elevate the scene and so they're like
0: oh my god my toad my truck is gone <laughs> <clears throat> when's the last time you guys had your car towed?
2: I've never had a tow. Never. No, I, I mean I don't really drive. So
0: I've had a
1: tow a couple times. I, I, had, I've had to call tows before to like come and get my car towed. I mean I've like, I legitimately repossessed a car today, like in Nevada. So I've been there. It's it's a shit game, dude. The impound's the worst. But I've actually, oh, I got you, John Paul. I've actually had an experience with towing in the past.
0: Have you really?
1: Yes, I have. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, now that you say that, I remember. I have (laughs) feelings.
1: So right before COVID had started, I had bought multiple U-Haul trucks to start my new comedy show called Comedy in the Back of a U-Haul. Aren't we cool with a K? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, the pandemic hit and I was stuck with multiple U-Hauls that I couldn't pay the bill on time. I was very concerned that this debt was going to take a toll on me. I needed to think quick when I saw a sad Italian man on the street. I said, what's the matter, Paizan? And he said, the woman in my office won't tell me if they like it doggy style. I said, that's crazy. That's just anti-Italianism. That most offices have the friendship rule. If you perceive your coworker as a friend, you can ask sex stuff. He was still crying and said, I also have a lot of old dead bodies that I need to store, but not enough trucks. I said, friend, for you, I could give you half off and keep the bodies in my trucks. He asked if they were refrigerated, and I said, no, that's why they're half off, and he laughed a lot at that. Governor Cuomo then turned on on me when he saw my trucks were parked illegally. He towed them all, and when I went to pick them up, I had to speak with 15 different people who all obviously hated their jobs. And they (laughs) passed me off from one person to the next and then said, sorry, we are closed. I said, it's 2 p.m. on a Friday. How are you closed? They said, that's the rule. I said, okay, well, what the hell? Do I have to come back Monday? They said, no, it's a long weekend. It'll have to be Tuesday. And you'll have to pay storage fees on all those days. Oh, God. Yeah, I sent Cuomo a text. I said, you'll go down for this, you WAP, Dago, Pai, and Chooch. He said, <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a picture of his co-worker's cleavage that she obviously didn't know was taken. I assumed <laughs> I assumed they were under the friendship rule and said
0: nothing but nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Cuomo, Cuomo kind of dragged you into the mud with him.
1: Yeah, he did. I mean, Cuomo. I I was a clean boy before I met Cuomo, and I think a lot of
0: people have that same feeling.
2: It's a little Cuomo bit, made you dirty.
0: Cuomo made me dirty. <laughs> it's a little bit like when Shane killed himself at the end of the of the Shield, and he wrote that letter about how Vic and Shane had had made each other worse. It's exactly like that.
2: Jack and Cuomo fed into each other's
1: worst <laughs> behaviors. <laughs>
2: I also had an experience where I actually had to tow. Oh, really? Uh, After a particularly heated exchange during the drive-thru, I was let go from Starbucks and had to find other work. I was fortunate to find a job as a tow truck driver in Mesa, Arizona. During the pandemic, many more people had bought vehicles and some were testing out van life. So there was a proliferation of parking violations And many of the nosy neighbors with cushy work from home jobs were now sitting at home richer than ever and more likely to get up in other people's business as they spent all day at home they wanted to patrol the neighborhood and keep it nice they wanted to make sure that there were no undesirables in the neighborhood who would possibly block the view from the street of their all their black lives matter signs they had to keep (laughs) a clear visual of their front yard so everyone could see how progressive they were I got a call one day for a 2017 Dodge caravan sitting in a residential neighborhood. I pulled up and knocked on the window. Oh. I knew immediately it was a case of a van dweller because there was a bumper sticker that said, if the vans are rockin', don't come knocking unless you're bisexual. <laughs> and a picture of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I knocked on the door and told the guy that he had to go, but I understood his situation and his fellow workers of the world we had to unite, and I told him that I could tow the truck not to the impound lot, but out to the camping ground where a lot of other van lifers went, especially inspired by that new movie, Nomad Land. <laughs> However, the guy started acting really fidgety. He gave me his business card and told me to check out his Instagram called Van King 444 But he said he wouldn't need to go to the grounds. He actually had a house two streets over. Hmm. I said, you have a house? Why are you sleeping in this van? He explained that while he does have a house, he likes to weekend in the van. But he doesn't like to go too far away from his house because he does like to be able to use the bathroom. (laughs) I was appalled. I towed his truck right to the van lifers campground where I told them about this stolen Valor criminal. (laughs) They set flames to his van and all went to go sleep in his cushy home and throw a really ripping party.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I love that story. So they, they burned the guy to death in the van, right?
2: <laughs> well, they lit it on fire and they didn't stick around to see what happened. I can't confirm or deny that. I'm just a tow driver. I am not a crime scene investigator. <laughs>
0: That's crazy, Zach. I love that story. But I actually have a similar story because I actually also, at one point, used to drive a van. Um, and I will uh, tell you about it uh, eventually. Hold on. Well, go on, the then. It. Tell <laughs> us about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a job as a tow truck driver uh, near Pelham Bay in the Bronx. I had grown up as a Bronx guy through and through. I never, ever traveled to another borough, but did all my towing in the Bronx. I made about $1,000 a day towing cars in the Bronx. But my ex-wife, my ex-girlfriend, and my baby mama were all fiery Dominican women who demanded large amounts of cash from me (laughs) daily. So I would usually walk away with about $7 to $9, and I would end up sleeping in the tow truck. One day, I got a call that could change my life. Someone had actually left a plane parked in front of the Joker stairs, and that would be a huge fee that would make my year even just for a drop. I raced over to the Joker stairs, narrowly avoiding the throngs of white hipsters heading there to take Insta photos, both ironically and non-ironically. When I arrived at the stairs, I rolled my lifter bars under the front wheels of the plane and started to lift her up when an irate Gary Glitter stormed out. (laughs) I got out and confronted Gary. Te- I, I got out and confronted Gary, telling him he was supposed to be in a British prison for sex offenses. He explained that he had busted out of prison and hijacked the Lolita Express to give one last concert for his fans on the Joker Stairs, as the film Joker had used his crowd-pleasing hit song. You guys know the one, da 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 da. Hey, but da da. Uh, yes. I, told, I told him that he could perform whatever he wanted, but it would cost him $88,000 here and $199,000 at the Bronx <laughs> Tow Yard. Gary protested, saying that it would only take a minute, but I told him that I wasn't making an exception for a British ephebophile. Gary corrected me that he was actually a pedophile, and at that point, I had heard enough. I towed the plane off, but Gary got caught under the wheels and crushed to death. And now the Lolita Express in in the Bronx tow yard is the second most popular ironic Bronx photo spot, just behind the Joker stairs. <laughs> that's an amazing tale. Where, how the fuck did you come up with that?
1: <laughs> uh, it's just, what, I
0: mean, it's just what happened to me recently. That's what so happened. I actually... Yeah, I
1: forgot. Dude, I that's interesting. That that is a very you know what's nice about producing the joker is you can choose a gary glitter song and then be like when people like hey wait a minute you shouldn't pick a song from gary glitter just be like oh you see i'm the joker you know it's like (laughs) you can sort of be like that's what the joker would do dude
0: yeah the joker the
1: joker
2: so musicians are the ones who really can never be canceled because they can just be like the motif the entrance motif for any anti-heroes or any bad guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in honestly, in all the years I've been following the Batman series, I've never heard, you know, the Joker say, like, go, come out against, you know, sex crimes. So.
0: Hmm. No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs>
1: so, you know, he could be friends with Gary Glitter. That would be very Joker-esque. <laughs>
0: that would be a wild, uh, limited series. (laughs) That would be too crazy for the pages of DC comics is the Joker Joker and Gary Glitter. (laughs) (laughs) That would be too much. I think
1: (laughs) maybe HBO will pick it up to follow spawn. I mean,
0: he does kind of have a comic book name already.
1: (laughs) Gary Glitter. (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's way more playful though, than for his, um, his horrible crimes. Um, I shouldn't have brought any of that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, all what? right. So what, what – who's your favorite character in uh, West Side st- towing – South Beach towing?
2: Bernice. Bernice is closest to having star power.
0: Ooh, you well, think? I hesitate
2: to say anyone here had true star power in the blonde – tow truck driver stunt woman was, like, very skillful.
0: Yeah.
2: Bernice has that element to her that is just, like, addicting to watch. No. Like, you just can't take your eyes off of the TV when South Beach towing is on because you know Bernice might be on at any moment. Bernice. And she's, like, that mix of humor, confidence. Bernice really controls the situation, uh, family values, and sexiness. Bernice <laughs>
0: kind of has
1: it all.
2: I
0: disagree.
1: Uh,
2: I
0: Bernice... Dis- Bernice has an issue where um, she runs into the to, to the pool party on wheels. It's a it's a it's a pickup truck with a it's a pickup truck with, with a pool in the back, and to solve in the, the parking lot
2: of a Chinese restaurant.
0: And to solve it, she goes in the Chinese restaurant. She grabs a, a, a tub full of crabs and dumps it into the pool party with them, and all the pool party guests have to run out in terror. It's a very clever solution. It was
1: a very creative solution, and the writers for the show—they kind of pulled that one out of their ass. Like, how are we going to bring back the evil uh, truck pool vandals? <laughs> no, this show is basically
2: prestige WWE. The storylines are WWE esque. It's an amazing program.
0: Um, Jerome, Jerome has this issue where he can't be around fine ladies. And you would think that wouldn't be that big of an issue being a tow truck driver, but this day is just full of hot women constantly. He gets a call to come to a location, and they don't even want to tow a car. They just want to use the flatbed pickup truck tow as a stage for their wet t-shirt twerking competition. (laughs)
1: And it sends Jerome into a deep panic. I mean, the guy's <laughs> fucked up about it. He even runs... He, he goes, I can't see all these fine ladies. I can't see all these fine ladies. He <laughs> runs into the woman's bathroom, and he sees more fine ladies in there.
0: And- <laughs> I, w- I mean, I think I would like to see a mashup of like these really staged reality shows. Like I would like to see... Like, the Duck Dynasty boys get together with the South Beach Toe guys, and you know what they can do? They can just talk about the Bible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what they could talk about is, like, the demands of a, a you know, a, as of a, a, what's it called? A, an actor who's a reality star, and, like, you know, people expect a lot out of you, but really, what you need to do is just yell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have like Jerome the most. I would
2: like to eat at Hood Tacos. <laughs> Hood ta- <laughs> That's a bucket list goal. For
1: I mean, me. I would like to get in a fist fight with Bernice at a Hood Taco. I would be antagonistic. I wouldn't
2: do that. I don't want to get in a fight <laughs> with a woman who owns a small business. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. But I feel like they have set the precedent that when you go up and get a taco from Hood Taco, you can kind of be like, it's like a Dick's Dick Doherty's chain. Not Dick Doherty, a Dick's last resort chain. Where you kind of like, the goal is to get the taco and get Bernice in a headlock so you can sort of, you know, feel the full experience.
0: You mean her large, massive breasts against you? (laughs) No let was that talking was... about Bernice's breast. <laughs> do, do you think a spinoff about Hood Taco and Bernice and her mother would have, uh, would have catapulted True TV to the next level? They just... I think a
2: spinoff was warranted. I mean, what else is going on on True TV? They do that stand-up show where people like, again, they reenact stand-up comedy bits. It's, you know, I, so I don't know what the hell is going on there. I don't know why it's called true TV either certainly this was not a true show I prefer Unless you think reality TV captures life no. more accurately than life no. itself
1: I prefer the channel Goo TV What TV? Goo TV
2: <laughs> what?
1: Goo can you hear like as in goo? Like jizz. Like
0: g o o. Is that? I assume that was just me that couldn't hear Jack. Zach, can you also not hear Jack?
2: I can't hear Jack. He sounds a little muffled.
0: Yeah, you sound, you sound that way to me too, Jack.
1: Oh, I'm sorry about that, boys. Um, can you hear me at all? What's I going on? I can hear you. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. you now. Okay, so let me but... this time insert the laughter after I say goo TV. <laughs> <laughs>
0: goo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I can do that. I can I can cut. Oh, that stuff. Oh, no problem. Um, no, but- it's
1: a great joke. I want you to keep it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we do a meme minute on um, South Beach Tow?
0: Okay. That sounds All great. Right. Um, let's see. I got one right away. Here we go. AOC in the USUV. Rock. Driving. A tow truck. AOC. Not in the backseat. Running behind the car. <laughs> screaming about <laughs> a car being towed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do we have to do any more because that was such a perfect meme. That's killer. That, is that a really meme. should stand alone. Yeah, that's, that's like how like the Baseball Hall of Fame was – no one had been unanimous <laughs> un, until Mariano Rivera since Babe Ruth. Out of respect for Babe Ruth, we really should not do another meme. Out of respect I, for that I'm meme. With you, that I'm with killed, you. <laughs> that killed the game right there.
1: That is so funny. Yeah, and just think about that, guys, when April – um. What did I say? April 12th hits. Think about the meme that you just heard. That's going to be all up on the Facebook page. So you're going to want to be there for that.
0: All right, folks? Yeah, check us out on our socials. Get in there. Make some memes. Mm -hmm. Have a good time.
1: Yeah. And keep them light, you know. Don't go crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, don't go too crazy. Don't go too personal. And, you know, don't bring any drama into our group. We're (laughs) a drama free group.
0: Yeah. Don't bring up anything crazy like asking – one of our listeners to come up, come down on the side about Woody Allen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wonder if his p- opinions changed since uh, the recent movie.
2: I bet. Well, oh, you know, we're definitely not going to talk about that. <laughs> that. That would include uh, no Woody Allen memes. Is a new rule of the uh, group.
1: Dude, that's <laughs> we. That's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be basically all Woody Allen memes now.
2: Yeah, I have basically just um what's if Barbara Streisand affected yeah. this
0: in meme week <laughs> is now gonna be strictly probably Woody Allen memes. I've uh I've actually had my van towed before. Really? W- were you in it? No, I wasn't in it. I was um it was like I was uh I was staying over at the time I was dating somebody and I was staying over at her house and I like parked the van in this one spot. I had parked it there before, but they were doing construction there that morning, and so I got out there and the van was gone. I had to go to work, so I just like I took the bus to work, which was kind of a hassle. And then I had to go get the van out, and the van was where I lived, so it was kind of a huge pain in the ass. Yeah,
2: they should have had to bring a tenant lawyer to evict
0: you. Which you consider an eviction. But I, it was like pouring rain that day, so I had to like take. It was just a really horrible time getting the van back. But I eventually did get it back, and it was all. Eventually, it was all fine. I mean, it cost me like I think like three hundred fucking dollars. But that's yeah. brutal. It's expensive as hell. Ball,
2: that's like almost a month's rent for a room in Boston. You paid like two weeks' rent to get your van towed. Uh,
0: it was it was a really it was a very irritating day. It was a very irri- yeah. irritating day. Yeah. But it was a but you know what I, I didn't really have a lot of ill will towards the person who towed my van. I was more annoyed at the at the I don't know. I was annoyed at the city of Boston for their arbitrary decisions on when they do construction. <laughs> I mean,
2: there probably was a sign that you missed, right? They I don't think the construction site, the boys woke up at 445 and were like, let's go jackhammer this street. We won't get any approval or plan. I don't think it was a, a rift construction
1: site.
0: so I'm just having an emotional reaction remembering it. I, I realize it's illogical.
1: Yeah. well you know, John Paul, you can have the feelings you have, you know, Zach you next time, please. You know, confirm those feelings for him, affirm them.
2: Feelings, not facts. No facts, just
0: feelings.
1: <laughs> Let's do a Deepak Chopra.
0: Oh yeah, something that we liked about the show. This should be pretty easy. Um, but I'm not going to go first.
1: I like the, my park. My uh, Deepak Chopra moment was the parkour. I thought it was the stunts were cool. I'll, I'll give you that. And there was wet. There was wet T-shirt contest, and you can't do it every show should have a wet t-shirt contest in my imo imo
2: i mean and to be honest they didn't it was a high level contest that was not amateur hour,
0: yeah no it. they were nice <laughs> uh my deep trope moment was this was a reality this is something that used to be a frequent question on the podcast did they know they were going to get cancelled and this <laughs> is a reality tv show that ends on a cliffhanger Perez seizes 51% of the control of the company in a hostile takeover and the future of South Beach Toe is uncertain. Well it's not uh, uncertain. They can't he canceled the show. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, it's
2: not uncertain because you know who else did a hostile takeover? Bob Kraft. And we know
0: how that story ended, so Perez's will probably end similar. <laughs> Uh, my dad sides with you, Jack. With you, Jack. He says that uh, he says that the, uh, craft was set up. Your dad's a
1: smart man, as I would recently <laughs> met. I was on the <laughs> fence about his brain, but now I met him, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, what's your Deepak? My Deepak joker moment. Is the
2: mother-daughter relationship between Bernice. It's oh, good yeah. to see woman business owners. Nice. Hood tacos. That's like, you know, I like women in business. It's Women's History Month as we're recording this. So yeah. it's, it was good to see S- hood tacos do you think, operated by a mother-daughter yeah, team.
1: D- yeah, speaking of Women's History Month, do you think that hood taco is also a play on the clitoral hood of the, the vagina, which is also sometimes <laughs> referred to as a taco?
2: That's very very interesting, Jack. It's quite fresh, but it is interesting, and it's also interesting because the Virgen of Guadalupe is often on taco trucks that has Yannick imagery. Interesting. So I think I, you know, yes, I think you're actually <laughs> correct. This, this is also the first female-owned taco truck I've ever seen, so that is something.
0: Yeah, for sure. And We're we very know proud it's. We know it's certainly possible because they definitely, they went through a lot of script revisions making this reality show. So they probably, <laughs> they probably passes around to like four different writers from Ivy Leagues before they came with Hood Taco and all the different meanings it has. Why don't we do a, why don't we, why don't we do a role play? Yeah. I want to um, be Dave I'll... Cosgrove, the, the big fat guy with the broken arms. I felt bad for Dave. I'll be
2: Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports CEO. <laughs> okay.
1: And I'll be, um, I'll be what was the guy who was afraid of the hot, fine females? Jerome. Jerome. <laughs> I'll be Jerome.
0: Or J Money, as he was sometimes called. <laughs> I'll be J Money. Hey, J
2: Money, help me out here. I I came down to do a smoke show contest down at the beach. You guys towed my car. Where'd you park it, Harvard Yard? <laughs>
1: Oh, Dave, I can't be around all those fine females down at the beach. You know Jay Money can't be around those.
2: No, I don't know. I never met Jay Money.
0: You just called... You're a
2: stranger to me.
0: You just called me Jerome.
2: Jerome, I've never met you.
0: Are you just, just assuming the black guy's name is Jerome, sir? Oh, boy.
2: No, he spoke in the third person <laughs> and called himself Jay Money, sir. <laughs>
0: Oh, hey, take some stink off your voice, all right? We have your car back here, and I get to decide how much we charge you to get it out.
2: Oh, yeah? No, you don't. I'm calling my lawyers, and I'm suing you.
0: Yeah,
1: good luck. Good luck with that. Dude, hey, we don't have to do it like this, boys. We can help each other. We can succeed together. I see that
2: that... How do you want to succeed?
1: That, <laughs> I see that, that vehicle over there that you driven that we had to tow looks awfully like the Pope Mobile.
2: If by looks and, like the pope mobile you mean has a large back seat that could fit three grown men, <laughs>
1: no, It looks like the pope mobile, and you're not going to believe this, but we just saw the pope is at the airport, and he needs a car, and I can run you over there because I got hazard lights on this truck.
2: If by pope looks like the pope mobile you mean looks like a car that would only be occupied by men,
1: <laughs>
0: Dave, are Dave. you uh, Dave? You propositioning us for sex? You know, I'm just floating it out there, fellas. <laughs> I mean, I know you own barstool sports, but do you usually sit on the bar stools upside down, Dave?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Davey Pageview stands up. I'm a, I'm a top. You're top. Well, to be honest, I'm more verse, you know. But I just, oh, you know what? i don't know. Tops, I'm always say- for my Tops
0: always say that, and then they're just never in the mood, you know. Oh, uh, that's true. And you know what? This is actually a good idea
1: for me because I don't want to be around fine females anymore. Mm hmm. <laughs> Bernice, what are you doing here?
2: No, no that's me. Oh, I was. My. That's me. Oh, Davey was, Peyton, sorry Peyton, that. you don't want to be around fine females. Dave. You just want to be around males.
0: <laughs> Dave, before we go, before we drive to the airport to pick up the Pope, I really want to suggest that you invest some money. Into our friend Bernice's food truck. It's called ta- it's called Hood Tacos, and not only would it be a great food truck, but we also think it could be a great reality show because the shows the South Beach TV show got canceled, and now we're kind of all floundering.
1: Right. And I think, but but I do want to propose, Dave, that we rebrand it to be Labia Tacos instead.
2: No, this guy has no <laughs> sensibility. Who, who hired Jerome? <laughs>
0: All right. Well, should we have sex or not?
2: <laughs> oh, that's a given.
0: Oh, that and that's a taken for me. Go ahead and take what you want. Both uh, my arms are broken, so you—I literally can't stop you. We'll uh, we'll have to charge you a
1: drop it low fee.
0: We call that right. a brazo around here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what do you give the show?
2: Really entertaining.
1: (laughs) I give the show a 2. It's so fucking bad.
0: I'm going to give this show a 6. I thought it was actually above average in execution, even if the subject matter and writing is a little low class. But I actually enjoyed it. But
2: Tow Truck is a good idea for for a reality show. They were on to something there.
0: I totally agree. I think it's I think it would make a great Scorsese movie. That's the next thing he needs to work on is a tow truck movie.
2: Starring 85-year-old tow truck drivers.
1: All right. Good night America. Good night. Good night, Uri.